It's summertime, and that means it's really, really hot. And if you notice it's hot, it probably means your pet has noticed it's hot as well. There are certain things that you can do to make your pet be happier, and that is don't leave them outside. Mm -hmm. Don't leave them in the car with the window rolled up. And test the ground to make sure it's okay that his little feet can walk on them. If you put your hand to the ground and you immediately feel heat or you immediately feel like it's, it's burning, that's your pet. Yeah. That's your pet burning. Don't let your pet burn. How about that for a safety tip? I gotta go where everybody's a dried husk <laughs> and the earth is fallow and will yield no crops. Only then will I have fun. That uh, does sound like a good time. Enjoy no, yourself. It does sound like the kind of place I would go hang out, though. <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. A lot of people die. Sure, almost all of them. Almost everybody. Except for Highlanders, vampers, and uh, really rich people that are part of the Illuminati. Yeah. Those are the three kinds of people that don't die. But everybody else in that other subsection of the population mm-hmm. the all, all oh, the others really, really terrible people the more yeah. terrible somebody is the longer they're likely to live mm, that's that's a really good point yeah like really shitty people sometimes they get up to 250 350 years old yeah that's that's that seems wrong yeah and backwards i don't make the rules anyway everybody else is gonna die and yep. that's a lot of people that's I can a lot feel of it bodies. happening to me every moment oh my god no kidding right um a lot of bodies, and we're in a kind of a, a crisis moment of what to do with all these bodies. And there are a lot, there's a big movement of green funerals trying to make... Like a little, like a little pup pup pass, like a little... Like, yeah, why, like, why, why, like, it why, up, why, it yeah, up. like, why mourn, you know memory, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. In, in memoriam, uh-huh. let's, uh, let's get a little... No, uh, these are uh, trying to... You know, like, three words that have to do with drugs... And, uh, you, and you like, and you I use do. them within one sentence, and then you're like, "Where do I go? <laughs> I got nothing. What do I do? Toke? I got toke. Yeah, and I got uh, ganja. Sure. And they're all. What I love is that they're all the most updated slang too. <laughs> uh, yeah. You sound, you sound like a cop in the suburbs <laughs> when you talk about drugs. Hey kids, are you doing any of the ganja? Hey kids, I would sure like to toke a ganja. <laughs> Can anybody help me out? Yeah. I'm just picturing that gif of Steve Buscemi with the two skateboards. Hello, fellow <laughs> teens. Uh, no, what is a green funeral? Uh, so the idea here is that the way we deal with bodies after we've, we've passed on is, is we put them into the catapults. It's, <laughs> that would be nice. Every city, when you do, I, and kids, I don't know if you've dealt with death yet, but this is the way it works. Yeah. When somebody we love, uh, you know, everybody is going to die except for really horrible people. Yeah. Um, and when they do... It's our job to take bungee cords, strap them to the top of the car, mm-hmm. drive them to city center. Yeah. Uh, Where to, all the, the to the catapultery. Are. The catapult fields. Yeah. yeah. And uh, somebody, a registered notary, mm-hmm. will place your loved one into a catapult yep. and fling them into the sky. Now, normally they just land in the next town. <laughs> we don't the, think about that part. We don't think about because that's the thing. Is like, it's once just, they're in the sky, that's yeah. the beautiful part. It's our job to get rid of them. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not our job to figure out where they end up. No. Which I imagine is why we're in the problem that we're in now. Exactly. Now we need green funerals. <laughs> uh, so it, it's very energy inefficient to deal with bodies. Even cremation is extremely expensive and extremely... Uh, it, basically, they say that cremating a body 
takes between three and four hours to complete and releases 250 kilograms of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. There is so much fear and vanity tied up in the way we deal oh, with Oh, isn't our that dad. true? Yeah. It's entirely fear-based and vanity-based. It's like, well, I have to buy you a, a very expensive mahogany case... I have to buy a, a plot of land specifically for you and no one else. Yeah, we have to have like a, a we have to have like a whole ceremony that takes a few right. hours. We have to reserve like giant tracts of land in the middle of cities. There's a little there's fear, there's vanity, and there's also a little profiteering happening. Oh, there's for a, sure. There's a uh, an entire industry around it that really doesn't is not sensitive to you. They are just going to make you feel the pressure to spend more how much did you love your loved one well let's spend a little more to make sure you know that you love them i'll tell you what i'm not religious uh i'm not particularly spiritual but one of the things that i did enjoy growing up uh with the jewish religion is uh we have very specific funerary rules Mm -hmm. you are not allowed to buy an expensive box you are not allowed to buy a fancy suit you are not allowed to do any of those things. You right. and and those rules are set in place. I think specifically for those reasons, so we don't, so we don't go nuts. That's good. So we don't over. That's a good so we don't overdo it. Uh, safeguard. Really. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And so it's like, look, you can have the plainest box if you need a box. Yeah. But uh, just get get them the fuck in the ground and get out of there. But even getting them in the ground and like that's 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 the big thing. Like you're talking about the releasing of, of carbon dioxide just. Just to cremate somebody, yeah. but cremating somebody right now is the most efficient way we we have. Right, rather than using a land to bury a body and yeah. having it be really, really space inefficient to have an entire casket and yeah. it, well, because we didn't we didn't start building cemeteries like parking garages, right? Right. It's the difference. It is the it is the Disney versus Universal Studios problem. Okay. Right. They both kill people. They all they both kill people. Right. They and are where both, do they deal with? Where do they put where the do bodies? They, where do they put the bodies? Yeah. Where does where does the House of Mouse put the bodies? Yeah. Where does uh, probably under Toontown? Under Toontown, that's where they are. Yeah. And that's why when you walk into Mickey's Toontown celebration, yep. you can feel the pull of darkness. Yeah, that's because all the death that's just right under the surface. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. No, uh, there was a a big. I, I think I, I a buddy of mine was taking like civil engineering courses in college, and because we were in college in Florida. Uh, the the professor was explaining to him explaining to them the efficient use of space and thinking around problems by looking at Disney World and Universal Studios and when Disney World uh, came to Florida they built this gigantic flat parking lot as far as the eye could see right yeah. they just built like this hugely flat and they have these trams yeah you park a mile away from the park and a tram picks you up and takes you to the park and as they needed more parking they just built it out more right. and more and more they had space because they had space it was built in the 60s like we didn't think about things like that universal studios comes in in the 90s and their parking structure is right in the middle of downtown yeah and they build it up right and they have just as much parking but now they don't have trams they don't have to do this what i'm saying is we need vertical cemeteries. Oh, crazy. Like a sky cemetery. Racks on racks of bodies. Like a s- skyscraper of bodies. Uh, yeah, but deep into the Earth's core. Oh, down, you're down. saying. Oh. We go down. That's what we didn't do at first, right? What we should have done. You're talking about a body pit. Why? I'm talking about a pit for the bodies, Jeff. <laughs> uh, but an organized pit for the bodies, right? So here's what's up. You have your, you still have your grid of headstones, right? Uh-huh. But here's what's up. You walk to a headstone, and instead of just being for one person, it's a list, like a, like a war memorial, right? Okay. And what you see is like in plot C1, 
there are 20 people down. Uh-huh. Down at the deepest is the first person who died, right? Yeah. This is the problem. When the fear, when the first people in America died, we did not dig hundreds of feet down the way we should have. <laughs> That's true. We did not bore deep into the earth. That's true. Bury them there so we could bury... Like you can the still settlers did not they dig did, for no, weeks they in were order idiots. to start low. Morons. They yeah. weren't thinking ahead. Yeah. So here's what we do, right? You can still buy a family plot. Mm-hmm. But when you buy a, pl- a family plot, you're buying, you know, six by three right. by 100 down. Wow. Right? This may be why you're not in charge of this. This may be why I should be in charge of this. Ah! You need a, a a young upstart from outside the industry. Yeah. I'm going to be the Elon Musk of body pits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to revolutionize the where where we hide the bodies. I'm surprised you put this much thought into it. <laughs> I'm just coming you up with this on the fly, bro. Uh, sure, yeah. No, I feel like I'm, you've been I'm thinking about body pits. I'm solutioneering here. <laughs> you've been body pitting for a long time, I feel. Oh, uh, I have... I have I've been known to hide a few bodies. <laughs> well, Let's just a, say I'm going to live to about 200, 225 years old. Here's an alternative solution. Uh, this is an article sent to us by Catherine Tuck. Uh, Catherine is a very enthusiastic listener. We love yes. her. She's awesome. She's, she's uh She's always she's always tweeting at us. I think she's on the subreddit. So cool. Yeah, she's definitely she definitely emails stories, Active. and we love it. We love, we love it. you, Catherine Tuck. Uh, this is a story about a fella in Ottawa, in Canada. Who has an, uh, well, he didn't go body pit. He went with an alternative solution. Idiot. This is, uh, a, a plan to do a green funeral where you, he, he uses an alkaline solution mm-hmm. to break down bodies into their, into a liquefied form. Okay. And then, uh, he's got liquid. The, they say it's leftover coffee colored effluence. Uh huh. And then he, uh, he just sort of, uh, well, he flushes it into the sewers. I love this. He takes a body. Yeah. Turns it into liquid. Mm-hmm. And then puts it into our water supply. So is this like a blender bottle sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. Like you, like you get, you get like a, you get like a big bottle, uh-huh. like a giant human sized tube. Right. And you, uh, you put, you put a little bit of fluid in first. Oh yeah, you gotta do that. Because otherwise the, the person will stick to the sides. You don't want it to sticking to the yeah, sides. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, you. Maybe like, uh, maybe like shin high. <laughs> Of water first. Uh-huh. Then you put the body in. Right. Fill the rest of it with this solution. You gotta have that metal ball. And then you shake have that it around. Metal yeah, ball. yeah, yeah, yeah. That like does a- all the work, mm-hmm. really. The metal ball. And then you shake it real hard. Yeah. And then uh, it liquefies into a delicious shake. Mm-hmm. And then you just pour that right into the sewer system. Have it for breakfast, lunch, and then you have a sensible dinner. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this is a... F- Freaking wonderful idea, and I know exactly where this article is going. Mm-hmm. It's going to the, oh my god, we're going to put people in the water supply. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something to anybody who says that. Do you know what's in our water supply? Do you have any <laughs> idea? people. Do you have any idea what we're drinking on a daily? Do you have any idea? Not good things. That's not good. Do you know yeah. how much, like, do you know how much weird chemical runoff and yeah. pharmaceutical waste, and yeah. just trash. Yeah. Just trash. Yeah, anything you flush down the toilet, by the way, goes into our water supply. Yeah, so, I mean, just just trash. It gets filtered. Microbeads. Yeah. And we're exfoliating our esophagus. Yeah. And let me tell you something. My voice has never sounded better. Velvety. But I can't believe that it's doing good things for me. Here, uh, Here's the thing. So people yeah. are going to be like, ew, but so many people, and blah, blah, blah. Yo, how many fish are dying in the water every day? 
Mm. You're drinking dead octopus That's every time point. you take a drink of water. That's a great point. We were drinking dead fish. Why not drink dead humans? You're not What's drinking the dead octopus. I mean, that's in the ocean. But you get what I'm What's saying. What's the difference between uh, you know eating fish and eating humans? There's zero. 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 That's if you're going to drink fish, you might as well I, drink human. When you go to sushi places, half the time, there's finger. If you're going to eat fish, eat human. This is just the transitive property, people. <laughs> this is just logic. Okay? Uh-huh. You are drinking decayed and broken down sea life and right. trash in your water all the time. Your Brita filter ain't doing shit for that. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Why don't you eat a human? Why not? Eat yeah. a human. Eat a human. Just eat a human. Here's the shit that's going to solve all our problems. Yeah. Not only do we not have to build these gigantic cemeteries anymore... Not only do we not have to stand on ceremony anymore. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of less digging of pits. Please, let's just, let's just stop digging pits yeah. and start eating people. No, I, I think this is totally fine. I think this is a brilliant solution. He says, he talks about it. Uh, it don't, put, don't put it in the water supply. Water your plants with it. Yeah. Mix it with water. Water your, Use it as reclaimed water for irrigation. He says it's the same thing as being buried in the ground, but yeah. it takes 15 to 20 years less to disintegrate. Does it much quick, much more quickly, and it's all environmentally friendly. How much does it cost? Uh, that they don't talk about. A couple hundred bucks. I'm sure it's. What's I'm it sure cost? it's not cheap. What do I got to pay somebody to dissolve you in a tube today? It says it takes less than two hours. Wow. Uh, they said uh, once the cycle is complete, the caustic fluid from the pressure vessel passes through two filters and onto the muni municipal sewer system, leaving only the skeleton behind. But those bones, soft and wet from the alkaline hydrolysis process, are then dried in a convection oven, pressed into a fine white powder, and finally returned to the loved one's family to be scattered. So you still get to do some scattering. Oh, we still get our little bit of ceremony in there. Yeah, but it's much, just straight, much less. straight up bones. Oh, straight bones. That's that straight bone dust. Yeah. You can use it for spells. They said they've bone completed... Dust, human bone dust is super important for spells. It's very powerful. Yeah, very powerful. It's like crazy good for spells. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet the secondary market on those is going to go real Ooh, far. Let me tell you something. This is getting... Not only is this going to solve a lot of environmental problems... Yeah. It's really going to democratize black magic. Yeah. I mean, it's really going to, like, give it back to the people where it belongs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for too long, black magic has been practiced by the corporate fat cat elite in this country. And you know what? It's time that stops. It's super time that we... If you're out on the Fortune 500, you're not doing any black magic in this country. And let me tell you something. The spread, the gulf, we are losing the magical middle class. Yes. We got all the black magic up at the top. None of it in the middle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Nobody down at the at the lowest tiers is doing black magic anymore. And let me tell you something. Black magic was built on the working class. That's right. It, it was built on revenge and and anger and rebellion. That's black magic. That's the classic black magic. That's that's your old school salt of the earth, yeah. bones of human beings, really black magic. That. And that's what's missing in this country these days. And this process. Yeah. Now, my only problem with this is because these people aren't going through uh, a lot of a lot of pain. Mm. I don't know if the bone dust is going to be as powerful. You'll just use twice as much bone twice dust. Twice as much bone dust because it's going to cost 20 times less. Yeah. The whole bone dust market is going to bottom out. It'll be really easy to regulate. Now all we need is like now we need is a way to uh, easily and quickly farm Eye of Newt. 
Mm. And we will we will be back in it. This will be a warlock and country yeah. once again. We need to get more eye. Make of America warlocks again. <laughs> you have that like <laughs> Alistair. We need the flesh of humans to complete. You know what? Just you can just grab some tap water. That'll work too. Okay. Just grab some tap water yes. and pour it in. Yes, master. Yes. The tap water. Mm, it's it's like it's like ninety percent flesh of our enemies. So, uh, and because our enemies uh, are everyone. Yes. Yeah, just pour the tap rider right in the cauldron. Uh, did you get the Eye of Newt? So here's the problem, Master. Oh, no, Alistair. I did my best. I, I went to, I went to all of the dark markets. Yeah, and I, I see you got, you got like three cases of bone dust. I, well, bone dust is very cheap right now. There was a deal going on. I had a coupon for bone dust. Yeah, well, I, now we have plenty. I hope it doesn't go bad. I... I'm doing my best, okay? I, I just, I'm, I'm doing my the, best. I'm looking through the bags. By the way, How many you... newts do you see running around? We live in Metro Detroit. Mm, yes. We're not, really, we're not really a newt country master. I'm doing everything I can. I'm also noticing you got plastic bags for all this, and we have, we have the, the vinyl bags you could have t- taken. You could have taken the vinyl bags from that's, the closet. That's on me. That is just, that is laziness and forgetfulness, and it's I understand just, it's that. It's just not really efficient, is what I'm saying. No, I, I get you. I get you, and it's, it's uh, I'm trying my best mm. to be more thoughtful about the environment and mm. less thoughtful about our enemies. Yes, well, I, you know, I can't do everything I know, here. I know, Master, and I'm very, very sorry. I think that the target of my pain spell might have to be someone in this room, if you know what I mean. Okay. Okay, let's not say anything that we can't take back. <laughs> I, you Which, know what? by the way, I cannot take back the bone dust because I bought it with the coupon. No, I understand. It's uh, non-refundable. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I love the... I, I think this is great. I see no downsides with this. Yeah. I think we should institute this tomorrow. Well, here's the downside. I mean, obviously, this is, it's just like cremation and all this other stuff where it, like, doesn't fit with a lot of people's spiritual beliefs about what to do with their loved ones. Right. That's the big thing, right? Is like, you can, you can make the process, you can make it more affordable. You can't really get rid of the, the ceremony and the belief structure. I guess I feel like that's fading a little bit. I think people are less precious about the, you know, the empty husk of what they once were. Yeah, you know? I think so too. I'm noticing that a lot. But here's the thing, right? And here's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if that's a false positive. A lot of our friends, a lot of our peer group, a lot of people that I've been speaking to, you're right. They want to be they want to be cremated. They want to have uh, non-traditional things done because they don't want to have all of that ceremony and rigmarole. Yeah. What happens to these people as they get older? Does uh, that belief change? Yeah, that's a good question. When I was a child, I remember my mother always saying that she wanted to be cremated. Yeah. She wanted to be cremated. She wanted to have her ashes scattered. She didn't want a whole thing. As she's gotten older, she has decided she wants the full Jewish burial, Jewish cemetery, the whole nine. Oh, really? As she's got, it's just become more important to her. That yeah. belief changes. And we don't know what's going to happen to us as we get older and we get closer to death and we start... I guess. Our, our death becomes more real for us as we get older. That's true. Uh, and I think the need for spirituality becomes greater in yeah. people as they get older. Uh, and the need to, to actually leave some sort of physical mark behind, right? I Whether guess. Whether you're spiritual or not, like, I think you get to this thing, it's like, well, when I'm, when I'm dead, 
like, could there at least be some signpost that said, hey, I was here, mm-hmm. I existed? Yeah. And I think that's what a grave is for a lot of people, oh, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You and, know? Uh, yeah. And and I think for the people left behind, it's a it's a place to go to show your respect and all yeah. that stuff. And I don't want to take any of that away, but I do feel but like, like... could we take it away? Could we just take it away? Could we take it away, though? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't, but could we? But could we just, like... And if not, who wants to invest... In a crazy, deep, almost bottomless body pit. <laughs> Who wants in on the ground floor or a hundred yards under the ground floor? <laughs> yeah, much, 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 much lower much, than the So deep floor. into the ground. <laughs> yeah, if you, if, if becoming liquid is, is not respectful enough, just be in a giant pit. Several hundred feet down. Tell me how you feel about a special mass grave for you and your loved ones. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Is is this a process that you'd like to go through? Are you somebody who who feels that there there is a value and an importance to the current funerary process? Like, yeah. I, I, I would love to know what the split is on this. And... Do you, would you be creeped out having bodies flushed into the sewer system? Is can that, I use your bones for spells? Can we just for one quick second? By the way, does anybody know where we can get some Eye of Newt? <laughs> All of these questions, if you have answers to any of them, please let us know on Twitter. I'm at Acarboni. I'm at Jeff Kanata. And you can hashtag those uh, Detroit Warlock. <laughs> and hey, have you visited the We Have Concerns store yet? If not, you're missing out on some delicious, wonderful, amazing products. There's none of them are edible, but uh, I'm sure they're still delicious. Yeah, because we make them with inks that are uh, very poisonous. Oh, but extremely. also delicious. It's like the lead paint of inks. It really, it really it is. tastes like candy, and it will give you some sort of brain disease. You know what's ironic? The lead paint of inks is just lead paint. It's just lead paint is yeah. what we do. Lead paint on quality asbestos shirts. <laughs> we have concerns.com slash shop. Get your hands on some. Yeah, put it in your mouth. <laughs>